The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School, sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese, broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman, he's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up? This is old school. <laughs> he was uh, like, wait, wait, yeah, man. I was talking to everybody, right? Dang, Austin, you hit me yeah. up already. You know, I ain't say nothing bad about Duke. No, but, that's uh, on me. That's on me. Yeah, I miscounted. It's, a, it's all good. Math it's hard. all, it's all it's Duke all good. or lose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, Dukey for life. Uh, this is old school. Jay Foreman, DP, Austin on the ones and twos. Uh, we are brought to you by the Mercado, certified PMIT, special ingredients, the butcher shop, 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill. Uh, I always say every type of meat and every type of cut. Look, you, we already passed Thanksgiving, and that's the turkey holiday. But obviously, I'm going to say Christmas is the meat holiday. Make sure you stop into the Mercado and uh, pick up uh, prime rib, a couple steaks, tomahawk, all that. They got it, everything that you want. And uh, we got a loaded show today on a Tuesday on a, uh, I guess, a, a heated up Tuesday, right? It was 20-something degrees when I came in this morning. It's 52 right now. It's probably 20-something by the time we leave, but... With a little bit of daylight, we're going to cover, we're going to evaluate all the quarterbacks going into the transfer portal. We're going to evaluate that. We're going to evaluate the, the coaching carousel. We're going to evaluate that. Um, and then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, dip into a little bit of, you know, Nebraska, but there's a lot to talk about because of uh, the way things have went in, uh, you know, the, the magnitude of some of these decisions. And I think, you know, um, yeah, I guess the first and foremost We'll jump into the coaching carousel because I think that's just most it's it's very interesting to me because a lot of people only thinking of are, they're only thinking about Austin and DP about who's getting hired, right? And there's places that you have to, right? Like David Braun, that was a no brainer, right? Fits in your budget. He's obviously you know cleaned up a lot of Dookie that was left there, and he's taking the team to a bowl game. But then you have to also look at who was retained because that's actually hiring the guy that you was possible. If you're retained, there was a possibility you were getting fired, mm-hmm. right? So you, you are hiring a potential new form of said coach at your university. The big one coming out the news today is Chip Kelly. Sometimes your, your, your success or your ability to stay at a place is a byproduct of other people taking jobs. It's, it's out there that it's a foregone conclusion, potentially to San Diego state, is going to move on with uh, and get Colorado's former or offensive coordinator, Sean Lewis. That's great for Nebraska. That doesn't mean that. And then Syracuse has taken Fran Brown, right? DB, DB recruiter extraordinaire from Georgia. That's good for Nebraska. So I think a lot of those things, when you just start right at the top, obviously, you know, Jonathan Smith going to Michigan State in that situation 
I had to grade that, um, if I had to grade that, it's an A plus. You know, just because of he fits the Big Ten, he his Oregon State plays like a Big Ten team, and uh, he does a very good job of recruiting and developing his coaches, and he's probably has more experience of deviling in a uh, program that's on the or that needs a little bit of a shape up, you know, i.e. Oregon State, Michigan State. So he, he's right in his wheelhouse, and he has a, a, a plan that's very tangible, um, you know, that they can be sellable to the uh, the boosters and stuff. So what do, what do you guys think about John Smith? Jonathan Smith. I would need to get it right. Um, I don't know. Here's Here's – it is a cycle of familiarity. And – I'm a member of the club that says, "Are you what? Why are you making the change? And are you trying to get more familiar? Like I don't know how many coaching positions are ever filled because of familiarity. Like I don't know that any I don't know any college team whose biggest problem in losing games and and not recruiting was familiarity. Like I don't know any. So when it becomes a thing of, hey, I know this guy, I'm familiar with this guy." That makes me feel better. The people who are making decisions, it makes me feel, makes them feel better. And it makes the fan base feel better because you're just like, oh, it's a name I know. It's a face I know. Like, I sure. know some of this stuff. And the team he came from was good. But I would ask the question, what, why are you in the situation you're in where you need a change of coaching staff and of leadership? And are you solving it with the person that you hire? Well, like, I mean, what, what do you State get? Is, I mean, that situation is, is, totally different than on the field. I mean, I think the thing with Mel Tucker was a higher up <laughs> Dead Sea Skulls board member wanting to, you know, save a little money and 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 not save a little money, save a lot of money and then a off the beat type of personal issue became a reason to fire him. I don't think it had it, you know, I mean, I think when you when you hire this guy, he you had they felt like they had cause to fire him. You can Maybe not pay seventy five million. You can play thirty, and then you hire a, a coach that's been on the uptick. And so I, I think his situation is different versus say like Syracuse or a Houston or something like that, where I could argue that firing either both of those coaches and whoever you hire really isn't going to do anything. Whereas like you have Michigan State has to hire a coach. If you don't change the people who make the decisions. Oh well, that's not going to happen because <laughs> well, that, well, well, that, that's. The, I mean, that, you're not going to change the president of the of the university or the athletic director based on hiring a coach. That's why I don't I don't move in any direction emotionally about a change in coaching. Like I I just don't. Jay, we you've been around too many dudes. You've been around too many programs, right? right where you knew. <laughs> Well, they, yeah, there's some there's some guys that get hired. You're like, yeah, it's probably not a good fit, right? You see it in the pros. Frank Wright with Tepper is probably not a good fit. You got a you got an owner that doesn't have a lot of football background. Now, Say, granted, he was a he, he was a <laughs> now we'll say he was a he's a very smart businessman. But I, I I tell you this, like Jerry Richardson was one of the better owners because he actually played football. Yes, and he knows football one hundred percent. Jerry Jones, like him, love him, hate him understands it he played football he understands it tepper was a owner in pittsburgh right a wealthy look i'm not taking anything look he's a he's a one one 
1% of 1% or 1% or he's a billionaire. He does a lot of things right, but running a football team is not like running a business. And so that's where you can run into some problems. Um, and that's where he's running into problems. And he's trying to dip into football stuff, and he doesn't know what he wants. And so you see that sometimes in college where it might not be a good fit, but then sometimes it is. And, you know, it looks like Michigan State and this guy, when you think about it, um, and his pedigree is is, is is the right fit. And um, well, I mean, he's been in programs where where – his work was isolated as being better than good. He never – well, for, you go to Oregon State. I mean – His work you're, you're, his you're, work isolated, you're, right? You're definitely, you're definitely lower than the, than the younger brother. You're definitely not getting the scraps. And so he's built – he's obviously been able to recruit. Mm-hmm. He's been able to develop, and he's built a program that on an identity that, that's really good. So – for him, it's it's a really good deal. But, you know, Austin, over your right shoulder, I guess before we got a soccer player. Man. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Uh, we got a caller coming in. Matthew. Hey, what up, fellas? What up, Jay? What up, DP? Appreciate everything you guys do, man. I've, I've got a question, and I don't know how to really phrase it, so I'm going to try my best here. I come from the school of thought of surround yourself with people way smarter than you are, right? Like, I'm a youth baseball coach, so what I do is I try to surround these kids with the best-minded people that I can find, right? Um, people that are, have way more knowledge than I do. But as a head coach, it's my job to kind of manage the team, manage the coaches, manage everything. So with that being said, wouldn't it benefit these head coaches to take, I don't know, I mean, what, some are making buco dollars to take $5 million less, $10 million less, and then surround yourself with a great support cast? Or am I just crazy, and is, am I not thinking about it right? Am I thinking too small here? I'll shut up and listen. I appreciate you, boys. Yeah, I mean, that's, they got big assistant pools. I mean, that's what – and then you divvy it up at, uh, however you want. I mean, I think you're, if you're in the Big Ten, you're going to – got to be on par with whatever other assistant pool is pools are paying. So, I mean, they're doing that. Now, whether those work out or not, granted, coaching is a hard job because – the situation has to be right. There's not a great coach out there that didn't have good players, right? Good to great players like to be coached. That's a problem in this day in society. Coaching here is different than Michigan State. Coaching at Michigan State is different than Oregon State. Every place you go, the stakes are even higher or lower. That's going to affect the situation. Some guys, you know, that might have been a good assistant somewhere else might not be a good assistant at, you know, whatever place they're going. And, you know, time usually tells. Sometimes time gets cut short, and then, you, then somebody goes and they're successful somewhere else. Sometimes time is extended a little bit longer, and then 
sometimes, like Notre Dame, had to fire their wide receiver coach. Excellent recruiter, great developer, developed a guy that was a running back, ended up being a 600-yard receiver, gets canned. That has nothing to do with that. that, that I mean, he's, out, he's making chicken salad out of chicken, you know what, and he still gets canned. It just sometimes it rolls downhill, and so you, it's a copycat league where people are pulling the plug on people a lot early. A lot earlier, I think the NIL and, and the big money, you know, that is bringing in is allowing people to fire people earlier, and that's why you get you keep digging your hole even deeper and deeper. So, Joe gives you he 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 said as simple as I can say it, I'm never going to be the smartest person in the room. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I, I don't like. He, I, mean, I mean, he I don't had think a lot of and bugle these and, days I mean, are trying like, to do that though. His I mean, list, well, but I mean, we you, you talk. There is a way, right? But I don't think it's that. I just think. We had a coach that was thought he was the smartest dude in the room. That's a schematic dude. Those are guys that think they're the smartest dudes in the room. Bo Pelini thought, I always tell people this, Bo Pelini thought he could go get him and Bob Diaco. They can go to high V, get 11 people at the checkout, line up where I tell you, and we're going to play good defense. That's not going to happen. You got This is a people-oriented business that... And anybody that tells you that, listen, I've got $20 million in my in, in my budget for coaching this season. I'm going to take 12. I'm going to take eight. Texas A&M figured out, you know what? It didn't benefit anybody by them putting all the money at the, top, at the head of the table. And so they said, you know what? Whoever gets it now, you got to set aside a number. And they said, this dude came in and said, listen, I'll set aside $11 million for quality of coaches because it, there is a greater good. Look, I'd rather be in the building and make seven a year for the next 10 years and get from it what we all want to get from it and then make sure that I got good people doing the, doing the heavy lifting. Listen, we could have put a whole lot of money in the bank. I need to pay Jay Foreman to be Jay Foreman. Like, I, like that's that's to me. I mean, that's that's different though, because you, you it's, it, he's taking that job on the under under the assumption that you ain't getting paid what the last dude got paid. He got a pay raise from Duke and an opportunity raise. You can't put it. You can't. You can't. The opportunity raise. You can't put a price tag on. He took less money than what the other dude did. I wouldn't have done that. If you're paying him nine million, I'm paying. That's the going rate. I, I'm not taking a backseat to him. I would have granted. Really? You would have done that. You just said no. You just said especially were, especially because a guy could have went to Michigan State. So your your coach foreman and the the fighting foremans of Duke University. Yeah. And then A and M calls you and says, "Hey." I'm gonna pay you less than what I just fired to ran the dude up out of town for. Look, I paid that dude too much, and it messed things. That's up. That's not my problem. Okay. Right. Why would why would so with somebody? That's the whole thing I talk about. Why is Scott Frost's problem? My, I'm not. This is not my problem. You paid him. I know what you're paying. So actually, I did more with less there. So why are you gonna pay me less? I I think it's. I know you got the money because I saw the check out there. You gave you gave him half the check to leave. And then now you got another seventy-five million. Is it easier so to coach at A and M? Is it easy to coach at A and M? Is it easy to recruit at A and M? Is it easier to live in Houston, Texas, than it is Duke and Durham? It, it used to be. It, <laughs> used, it, it, it Look used, at your boy. See? It, used to, it used to be Texas A and M used to be easier. Now I would tell you it's easier to be at Duke. Okay. Because I'm, you want to know why it'd be easier to be at Duke? Because no. the academic standards have been lowered, so you can recruit other guys. The pool of players there, and you already have a standard there. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with right. anybody. I like to ask the question because if it, I got two schools coming at me, 
and you try to pay me less than the one dude that that you just ran up out of town after you made a bowl game? Oh no, I I got to get that. I would rather this is this is and I, and I, and I can I can relate it to 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 ninety ticket. I would rather have less money in my in my in my in my budget in my, that goes to to me they, 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 to have. I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just making a point. Right. That I would rather have. I'm on strict. <laughs> Jay Foreman. Right. The more I would rather have y'all than for me to carry the burden of this. But he's not carrying the burden. Okay. Texas A&M okay. has money. Okay. Um, they just paid a dude seventy some dollars to go home and play golf. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I, I, you gonna I, pay I, me my money and you gonna pay my. I get that you, money. bro. I get you. I, I, I am Don't not going to discount. I look, man. I fully remember because I'm a member of the club. The the, the Clippers offered me. More money than I was making in Utah, right. but less than the dude that yeah, they had just fired. And I said, no, I know what the job is. Right. So you're not wrong. Because here's the thing with Texas A&M people. If you take a discount with those type of people, that's how they're going to treat you. Now, if it's now if it's the regular, rational-minded somebody, yeah. okay, then I can think about it. Mm. With them, okay. oh, no. Yeah. Paycheck is how you got to deal with them. Okay, gotcha. Understood. All right. Well, we were gonna we were gonna have Sarah Weber on. I she, wanted I wanted you to talk to Sarah Weber because if if Jay Foreman had a daughter that played soccer at Nebraska, it would be Sarah Weber. <laughs> oh yeah, she played like a linebacker, but she right. but she but she could get she could get the goals. All right, we're through. gonna see that. I'm well, gonna she, ask her about it. See what's up. Well, no, she had to take off. She came uh, in and did a, re- a recording for us. Okay. Um, but then she took off. But I I wanted to have you two. Oh, we can get them on the next yeah. day at the end of the week. Yeah, she's. I ain't hard. She ain't hard to find. You yeah. know. No. Is she the one that broke her nose? Hey, buddy. <laughs> is that the one out there, yeah, the middle Sarah, linebacker? That's yeah, the one? Yeah, that's that. that, that Sarah, yeah, I hear you, is, Sarah, Sarah was the number. She was the number two scorer on the Huskers, yeah. again, behind the, the, the top scorer, Eleanor Dale, in the country. Yeah. And when Eleanor got hurt in the, in this, in the tournament, Sarah said, never mind, I got you. Yeah, I let like me, that. Let me go and get this next They feisty, you. man. I oh, like no. physical. 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 So, all right, get us out physical. of here. Physical. We're going to go to a first break. Continue on the coaching carousel, man. Jay Foreman, DP, Austin. We'll be right back. Yeah. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 